someone's got to break the ice, and it might as well be me. I mean, I'm used to being a hostess. It's part of my husband's work, and it's always difficult when a group of new friends meet together for the first time to get acquainted. So I'm perfectly prepared to start the ball rolling. I mean, I, I have absolutely no idea what we're doing here, or what I'm doing here, or what this place is about, but I am determined to enjoy myself, and I'm very intrigued. And, oh, my, this soup's delicious, isn't it? Well, I certainly hope that you know why you are here uh, to talk about food, faith, and family here at The Catholic Foodie, where food meets faith. And I'm Jeff Young, The Catholic Foodie, and you are listening to episode 41. That's right, uh, folks. It's episode 41 here at The Catholic Foodie, and uh, I'm excited. I am very excited about this episode. We've got lots of goodies, lots of yummy stuff on the menu. Uh, We have uh, lots of feedback. Goodness gracious, I've got... Uh, a bunch of stuff to share with you. Matter of fact, one of our listeners, uh, Brother Jerry, has sent a package to me this past week, and I want to share the contents of that package with you as well. Uh, I've got uh, some iTunes comments to share with you, some emails, and a couple of voice messages. So <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be an exciting time. We also have an interview, and I can't wait to share that with you here at The Catholic Foodie, where food meets faith. not ask for a more noble cause than that. Sonny, true love is the greatest thing in the world. Except for nice MLT, mutton, lettuce, and tomato sandwich when the mutton is nice and lean and the tomatoes ripe. They're so perky. I love that. Well, we have some true love today. Uh, as in, uh, you know, give me some love, give me some love, give me some love, that kind of love. Uh, people who have called in or written, sent emails uh, to the Catholic Foodie, which is always awesome. It's, it's you know, as I said, like the but the first couple of episodes uh, I, I, I recorded back in one, two, three, those early episodes, I reinforced again and again that this whole podcasting thing, the, 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 this whole Catholic Foodie thing is really, in a way, kind of pointless unless... There's a dialogue, a conversation going on, and uh, that that's the beautiful thing about this, and I think about new media in general, is that it brings people together, and, and it, it uh, fosters relationships and, and communication. And so it, it, when it's a dialogue, when it's a conversation, uh, that's when it's exciting, and it's so cool to get emails or uh, voice messages from, uh, from you uh, so that we can all listen and share and 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 communicate, have a conversation. So I'm just so excited. We got lots to uh, uh, to listen to and to uh, talk about today. And I'm trying to find these emails. I had a couple of emails that were sent in, and I'm looking, looking, looking. Where are they? All right, here we go. Georgia Park uh, wrote in, sent an email. She says, "Hi Jeff, how about a podcast on barbecue? My husband just bought a smoker, and I know next to nothing about barbecue." Uh, I do know that there are a ton of different types, though, Texas, North Carolina, Kansas City, etc., and thought it might be interesting to learn a little about them and what the differences are. By the way, love your podcast. I just found out about it recently, and I've been enjoying it very much. Thank you, and God bless, Georgia. Uh, Georgia, thank you. Uh, thank you very much, both for the kind words and also for the great idea. That's a, it's a great idea. Uh, barbecue is a, a wonderful thing. Uh, And I remember a couple of months back when I interviewed Marcel Bienvenue, she stressed uh, to me the difference between grilling and barbecuing. Big difference. Grilling is fast and barbecuing is slow. So I think that's a great idea for an episode. And I'm going to uh, keep this email as in my reminder file. And uh, as we plan out the next couple of uh, months, uh, I'm going to fit that in there somewhere. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Georgia. I also got uh, uh, a comment on uh, CatholicFoodie.com. Uh, someone that goes by the, the name Charcoal Grill, uh, which is pretty cool since we just talked about barbecue. Charcoal Grill wrote and says, Really great information on your blog. Uh, please write more so that we can get more updates in your blog. Thanks a lot. So, uh, Charcoal Grill, thank you. Uh, once again, thank you. Uh, it's I, I, I try to post. I was posting for a long time, about three 
three posts a week, uh, which I think is like the sweet number, right? That's a sweet spot. About three posts a week is not too much, but it's not too little. And uh, it is uh, since school has started up again, it's been hard to do that. Uh, matter of fact, the last uh, month has just been crazy for me, both at school and also with the confirmation program that I run. We have confirmation, as a matter of fact, next, a, a week from tomorrow. A week from tomorrow is confirmation. 84, I think, is the final number of candidates that we have. And it's just so much to do between now and then. Ma- I mean, matter of fact, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here <laughs> producing another show, The Catholic Foodie, and I've got a litany of things that has to be done for both uh, school, because this week is exam week at school. Uh, it's Man, when it rains, it pours, huh? <laughs> and then we've got confirmation in a week, so uh, lots to do. And and so the posts have been uh, fewer in number, fewer in number. Uh, but hopefully, once I get past confirmation, I can pick that up again. And Charcoal Grill, if you have any ideas of uh, some kind of post, some kind of information that you would like specifically, please let me know. Email me at catholicfoodie at gmail.com. And if you have any ideas uh, about what we can add to the website, anything that you think uh, would be interesting as uh, a post for the blog, please let me know. You can always email email me at catholicfoodie at gmail.com or call the listener feedback line at 985 635 49 Seven four. Another really cool thing that that happened this past week. Now it looks like it happened before, uh, maybe a couple of weeks back. I'm gonna try to pull this up real quick and see. That that's the thing when you're when you're trying to do all this on a one computer. You're recording. You're have information all over the place. It's just uh, it takes time sometimes to put it all together. This was back on September fifteenth. Sarah Reinhard. I don't know if you know. Uh, Sarah Reinhardt, I know of her. She has a segment, The Merry Moment, on uh, the Catholic Moment podcast. And uh, it's really, really cool. It's so neat. She does it with her daughter. And I, I can't remember how old her daughter is, but I know she's like a, a toddler. She's she's small. She's young. And uh, they just have a... It's about Mary, uh, Our Lady, and it's just... It's so neat. And uh, Sarah, if you're listening, I love uh, your segment there on um, on the Catholic Moments podcast. Anyway, uh, I was very uh, humbled uh, when she went to iTunes, took the time to go to iTunes, and wrote a review for The Catholic Foodie. Uh, She gave the show five stars, which I'm very, very thankful for. Thank you so much, Sarah. And then she had this to write, and I was, uh, once again, it kind of blew me away to to read this. Uh, The title of her comment is, Who Knew I'd Want to Cook? And then she writes, I'm not a cook, though I like to eat. I do love learning about my Catholic faith, though. I didn't expect to become as big a fan of the Catholic foodie as I have. Jeff makes me want to try my hand at some of the cooking and recipes. It's not just about food, though, and his perspective on faith is valuable catechesis, and I appreciate every show. Wow. I mean, that's... that's that's awesome. And uh, again, thank you, Sarah. Thank you so much for that. And uh, here we go. We have another uh, uh, online name, a, a handle here. It's Peanut the Writer. Uh, Peanut the Writer uh, says, Great podcast. Uh, the Catholic Foodie is an excellent show about food and our Catholic faith. And uh, thank you also, Peanut. That's great. And, y- you know, these iTunes reviews are important uh, they're important because it drives up the uh, it drives you up the ladder, so to speak, in the search uh, the search engine of iTunes. And uh, the higher the ratings and the more that uh, more reviews that you have, uh, the higher up in the list you come. When someone searches for something like Catholic, for instance, or food or foodie, uh, the Catholic foodie would pop up there. So if you do like the show and you like what we're doing here, at the Catholic foodie, please consider going over to iTunes and writing a review. You can also rate the show there. Um, and uh, right now I think we've got seven reviews and nine ratings. And I would love to double that in the next week or two. That would be fantastic. So if you if you like what you see and hear here at The Catholic Foodie, uh, please go over to iTunes and, and leave a review. Thank you so much. Oh, and by the way, if uh, Sarah Reinhardt, in addition to having the uh, Merry Moment on the Catholic Moments podcast, she also... Uh, is a blogger. She's got, uh, you could find her over at snoringscholar.com. She's got a great blog over there. 
And uh, please do go check that out. I think you really enjoy it. Now, I'd like to share with you this package I got from Brother Jerry. And he also sent me a little audio clip here of a song. I don't know where it comes from, but I think it is so funny. And uh, I think you will, too. Check this out. Uh-huh, you stopped me with none, huh? <laughs> we not more. That's awesome. Well, sick him on a chicken. Sick him on a chicken. Sick him on a chicken and watch them feathers fly. Sick him on a chicken. Sick him on a chicken. I can smell the kitchen and it's almost supper time. I love it. That is so cool. have no idea where it comes from, but it's great. Brother Jerry, if you ever have a couple of minutes to send me an email about that, I'd love to know more about where that song comes from. Uh, but it's cool, too, because speaking of chicken, that's what I cooked today for lunch. Uh, I did, Sometimes I'll do this to save time because I know the next couple of days are going to be really busy, so I did a, a ton of chicken. And I took half of it and put it on the grill. I took the other half and I baked it in the oven. And so we've got chicken to eat for, you know, a couple of meals. Um, not every meal, but we'll have, have it now and maybe for the kids can have it for lunch tomorrow and maybe the lunch on Tuesday. And it just makes things a little bit easier. So uh, we don't have to spend that much time in the kitchen cooking for the next couple of nights since I'll have to be at the office late trying to uh, catch up and get everything I need to get done for um, for confirmation. Anyway... This past week, something really exciting happened. I was so happy. Brother Jerry, who you may know from, uh, let's see, Twitter and SQPN Connect and all, Facebook and all these great places, great social media uh, places, uh, Brother Jerry sent me a box, a package. And I have to admit, I was so excited. If you remember, uh, was it last episode, two episodes ago, I believe, um, Shelly Kelly uh, Shelly Kelly, one of the blogging sisters at Of Sound, Mind, and Spirit uh, blog, had sent a package of coffee, and I, I just so happened to have gotten that, I think, the day before I recorded episode, oh goodness, I don't know if it was 38, 39, something around there. And uh, so it was appropriate, I could wait a day, but Brother Jerry's package, I got it a few days ago, and I just, I couldn't wait. Uh, so I opened it, okay? I, I couldn't wait for the show, I had to open it. And uh, it had a bunch of goodies in here. Let me get this box and see if I can... Uh, pull some of this out and show you what's in here. First of all, he had been telling me, I think on, was it on Skype, I believe? We were Skyping back and forth, uh, chatting. And he was telling me about this uh, this chili. It's a famous chili. Uh, Cincinnati's famous Skyline Chili, the original chili. And if you're on uh, Ustream right now, you can actually see uh, this chili. He sent me two cans of this chili. And it looks awesome. I mean, it really does. It's uh, I don't know if you have this where where you live. I I don't have it uh, here, but uh, basically, uh, let's see. It's got serving suggestions. You can enjoy a three-way, four-way, five-way, or a skyline cheese coney, uh, which mm, it just uh, it sounds so good. Uh, it says cook six ounces of spaghetti per serving. Heat skyline chili per instructions. Spread six ounces of spaghetti onto a plate. Spoon about one half of the contents over the spaghetti and then to make a three-way uh, spread three ounces of shredded skyline mild cheddar cheese evenly over the chili anyway you've got like a, a four-way and a five-way and uh, they all sound really good to me uh, also there is a, uh, a an original skyline chili dip and I love uh, chili dip like this it is so good especially with that uh, that cheddar cheese and some onions Diced onions and cream cheese, one of my favorite things in the world. Cream cheese is great. Uh, so I don't know what to do, uh, Brother Jerry. If you got a recommendation, should I do one of these, uh, um, uh, what do you call it, like a, a chili three-way, four-way, five-way, or should I try out this chili, Skyline chili dip? Uh, the dip looks really good. Anyway, we'll have to talk about that. I have to make a decision and, and give it a whirl. But the cool thing, too, about this uh, is that if you look at the ingredients, this is a this is in a can. This is a canned chili. But look at the ingredients. I've never seen this in a canned chili before. And I love hot dogs. I love chili dogs. And I would uh, go out and, and get uh, chili to in a can to put on my hot dogs. And my wife hates it. Uh, Char hates it because you know it's got all kinds of additives and preservatives and 
chemicals and stuff in here, but listen to this. It's got beef, water, tomato paste, yeast, cornstarch, spices, salt, onion, garlic, paprika, and natural flavors. And that's it. There's nothing else. This is like the real deal. So I'm very excited about this. Brother Jerry, thank you so much. And uh, we'll have to talk before I before I try this out. In addition to sending the chili, he, which is something that will nourish my body, uh, he also sent something to nourish my soul. And I am uh, very, very appreciative uh, of this. Uh, he apparently, and I, I don't know all the details, Brother Jerry, I apologize. I should have probably asked you this beforehand, but uh, there's, a, there's a ministry out there called Presentation Ministries. And I don't know, Brother Jerry, if you actually work for Presentation Ministries or if you handle just the publication side of things. I, I don't really know. But somehow or another, Brother Jerry is intimately involved with Presentation Ministries. And this was started by Father Al Lauer. And I don't know all the details of it. Uh, of the, the the beginnings, but you can find out lots more information about this at presentationministries.com. And they publish uh, apparently a few different things. Uh, the first one I'm going uh, to uh, show you here on Ustream, I did not know about until Brother Jerry sent this to me. It's called Prisoner to Prisoner, and it's the Kairos Prison Ministry of Ohio. And if you're on Ustream, you can see the cover of this right now. It is basically a book of scripture readings. It's a daily devotional. It's got uh, uh, this particular one. It looks like it covers uh, kind of like a uh, yearly Bible thing where you're reading the Bible uh, um, throughout the year. So your readings every day just follow, right? They continue in chapter, whatever chapter you leave off in, you pick up the next day. And uh, it's like that, but it's got in here... In addition to the readings, uh, the references to the readings, it's got meditations. And these meditations are written by prisoners for prisoners. And I've read through some of these uh, the day I got this. and I, I was, I'm blown away by some of the insights that you have here in, uh, in this uh, daily devotional. And uh, apparently that's also this ministry tries to bring together people on the inside with people on the outside because there's uh, a lot of, uh, I don't want to say analogy. I don't want to say analogy. What do I want to say? I guess kind of parallels uh, between life in prison and life on the streets. I mean, we all are captive in some way, shape, or form. And uh, we all need Jesus. And uh, we all need grace. We all need to pray. Uh, we need the scriptures. We absolutely need to feed on the word of God. Uh, St. Um, uh, now I'm going to, St. Jerome, I'm sorry, St. Jerome said that ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. And Jesus, who is the Word of God, right, in the first part of John's Gospel, um, you know, he says very specifically, the Word, uh, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. And what happens? The Word became flesh, right? So Jesus is the Word of God, and you have the scriptures that we also call the Word of God, and we mean that in more than one way. These are actually words on a page, but it's not just that, right? It's the Lord speaking to us. It's the Lord present with us. Matter of fact, uh, one cool thing about scripture that I love, the Catechism talks about this, Catechism of the Catholic Church, is that we should have the same reverence for the Word of God, for the scriptures, as we do for Jesus present in the Blessed Sacrament. And when you walk into a church, what do we do? Walk into a Catholic church, the light is on in the sanctuary, the candle is lit. We know that Jesus is present, body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist. And so we genuflect, and we, we make the sign of the cross. We reverence the fact, we reverence the presence of the Lord. And guess what? The Catechism says you should have the same reverence for the Scriptures, the Word of God. And so um, we should reverence the Bible. And it's so cool to see publications like this that are trying to bring people together, trying to help everybody, whether you're in prison or out, uh, to meditate on Scripture and to let the living Word of God speak to you in your heart. So I was very excited to see this. I've got some, he sent me a number of copies. I get to hand some of these out to my friends and to other people that I see at church. And that's not all he sent. He also sent... Uh, this is an older edition. This was uh, from August 1st to September 30th, but it's it's another publication. It's a daily devotional called One Bread, One Body. And this one is um, 
ostensibly Catholic, right? This is very, very Catholic. One bread and one, uh, one bread, one body. Now, the cool thing about this, and when I got this in the, uh, in the package, I almost fell out of my chair because when I was in high school, and we're going back now to 1987-ish, um, I had a, a pretty major conversion experience in 1986 as a junior in high school. I graduated in 88, but somewhere in that time, right, from 86, 87, somewhere around there, I started to subscribe to this publication that came from some place up north called Presentation Ministries or something. I didn't really know anything about it, this Father Al guy, and uh, it was called One Bread, One Body. And guess what? These things just fell in my lap again. I'm so excited. And yesterday, Saturday, I, I spent my prayer time in the morning with the scriptures and with one bread, one body. And I tell you what, I was just so um, edified. I was just so edified by that time, that personal time with Jesus, with the Word, and uh, and in this meditation booklet. I was just so happy. So, Brother Jerry, thank you so much for that. And... Uh, I've got extra copies. I get to share those once again. And I'm going to have to get on that subscription list again because I, I, I love this. This is great. And if you guys, if you have not seen One Bread, One Body, please do go over to uh, presentationministries.com and, uh, and, and look at that. It's really, it's great. It's, um, it's what do they say? They say this in the back. Let me, let me tell you this too because... You know, normally you get a subscription, and I've had many subscriptions to publications that help you with meditations and all from the scriptures. And uh, I mean, it costs money to do this kind of stuff. You know, you can't just publish anything for free. Uh, it costs money. It, the money's got to come from somewhere. But what's really cool here is, and I saw this. Where did I see it? Goodness. Oh man. Oh, here it is on the very on the very back. It says the cost, right, for a subscription. The cost is an offering. It says this book is not free, but everyone can afford it. So I think if you go online, you can uh, actually subscribe online, Presentation Ministries, and I think they may have a recommended uh, subscription amount that you, uh, that you can uh, donate as, as an offering. But uh, if, if you struggle and can't make that, uh, you can probably... And, and Brother Jerry, I hope I'm not stepping out of line here, but you could probably uh, donate something, an offering like they say here, and uh, and still get a subscription. But don't take my word for it. Maybe you want to, I'm pretty sure I'm right, but go over to presentationministries.com and, and take a look at, uh, at One Bread, One Body. You will not be sorry. And there was one last thing in that uh, box, and if you know me, you know that this is uh, something I really like. It's a, it's a beer he sent me a beer, and it's a good beer. It's very appropriate. It's an Oktoberfest beer. If you're on Ustream, you can see this right now. It's an Oktoberfest. It is uh, brewed by Great Lakes Brewing Brew, Brewing, Brewing uh, Company in Cleveland, Ohio. And it says on the label, it says, Our Oktoberfest is the noble brother of the Vienna Lager, as if wearing... Uh, <laughs> Uh, later hosen and <laughs> getting your kumpa or umpa sorry getting your umpa on didn't make you noble enough right as if wearing later hosen <laughs> and getting your umpa on uh, didn't make you noble enough right it's a noble brew oh and enjoy this german lager in our energy efficient beer garden complete with a retractable roof straw bale wall and radiant heat resistant or heat, radiant heat fireplace and floor. Hmm. I guess you have to go up there to do that, though. That's pretty cool. It was also a silver medal winner in the World Beer Championships. So very good. I haven't checked this for any kind of ratings on uh, on that website that I like to go to, Beer Advocate. But I will I will have to check that out. I think I'm gonna try this first, like I normally do, and then go and uh, and check out see what they say over at beeradvocate.com. Great Lakes Brewing Company Oktoberfest, a handcrafted amber lager from Cleveland, Ohio. Once again, Brother Jerry, I will be thanking you, toasting you, and praying for you. Uh, thank you so much for this, uh, this gift. Thank you. All right, now enough of me yapping. 
Uh, we have some more feedback. And uh, Inga, if you're listening, you're going to like this one. Good morning, Jeff, and all of you Catholic foodies out there. This is Captain Jeff, and I'm uh, out on a, another run walk. And uh, on a beautiful end of September, it almost feels like fall kind of morning. Uh, not a cloud in the sky. Nice and cool temperature in the low 50s. And uh, pretty dry. No humidity that I can tell. Except for the humidity on my body. Anyway, um, just a quick uh, little bit of feedback. Um, I wanted to defend myself a little bit to uh, Inga. She mentioned in some of her feedback on uh, the show a couple couple episodes ago, your uh, Java, your Java coffee shop or whatever you call that episode. And she talked about uh, drinking some coffee here in America from Krispy Kreme. And well, I don't know if she mentioned it was from Krispy Kreme, but I knew what she was talking about because Inga was a guest at our home right before the uh, Catholic New Media celebration in San Antonio. And on our way to the airport on uh, that Thursday morning, we stopped at Krispy Kreme because I wanted her to have those melt-in-your-mouth hot out of the fryer um, original Krispy Kreme donuts and they're awesome and uh, of course we wanted to have some coffee too so didn't have a lot of time to stop at a place that had uh, good coffee so we had the uh, Krispy Kreme coffee and uh, I'm afraid that she got the impression that that's what coffee is in the United States of America. Now I'm not saying that you can't find a lot of really not so good coffee out there in our country. You can. In fact, sometimes I wonder if it's tea that I'm drinking and not uh, not coffee. But anyway, so Inga, please don't use that as a benchmark for uh, for American coffee because it's not. But those, those donuts are awfully good. Anyway, um, let's see. Jeff, let me uh, ask you a favor. Um, my wife and uh, my daughters suffer in various degrees from food allergies, um, especially Linda, my wife. She uh, has a gluten allergy, not a severe one, but enough of one that she avoids gluten. And she has a dairy allergy, so she can't have milk and cheese. Or Actually, it's the, uh, uh, what is it? the, uh, the enzyme or the protein, the milk protein that she's allergic to. And so it makes, you know, finding things to eat for her rather difficult so if you or any of your listeners out there have some good ideas to um, give us regarding ah, oh you missed me Um, if you have some great ideas out there for uh, diets or uh, meals that we can fix or great dishes that are gluten free and milk protein free send them to Jeff and then he can give them to me appreciate that. If you could talk about that on your show sometime. And uh, the other thing, before I go, I know this is long, but uh, I have all of the uh, stuff now in Jeff's Catholic Foodie store on sqpngear.com and uh, coffee mugs and totes and aprons and shirts, both men and women's versions of the uh, Catholic Foodie shirt. So uh, if you're interested in all in supporting Jeff and his uh, fantastic podcast, um, visit sqpngear.com where you'll find all of Jeff's stuff plus a whole bunch of other stuff from other podcasts. And remember, every purchase, a portion of it goes to support the podcasters and their podcasts. So come on, go there, order. Okay, that's all for me. Take care. God bless. Wow, Captain Jeff, thank you so much. And I'm so excited about the Catholic foodie stuff, the gear stuff, the, the, uh, uh, the coffee mugs and the T-shirts and the tote bags and and all that good stuff. I'm I'm so excited about it. I I love wearing my shirt. Uh, of course, I'm the Catholic foodie, so I guess, I guess I would. But uh, you know, it's just I don't know. It's just something about it. It's really cool. I know we've had a a contest uh, already where someone won an an apron, and uh, I know that uh, I have personally sent some shirts to people. And I mean, it's it's just exciting. It's very exciting. And I could just imagine people out there wearing uh, Catholic foodie T-shirts, and people saying, "Hey, what's you know what's that all about?" And uh, you know, my kids—they each have uh, a Catholic foodie T-shirt, and they love wearing them. They uh, they like to wear them when they go places where there's going to be a lot of people. And I can't tell you how many times they've been stopped, and they're like, well, "What what is that? What a, Catholic foodie? What's that?" And they get to to 
in their own way, right at the ages of 7, 8, 10. They get to try to explain what the Catholic Foodie is all about. But the good thing is the website's right there, and so people see that, and they can come and, and see what's uh, what's going on over here at the Catholic Foodie, where food meets faith. So uh, very exciting. If you haven't gone over there yet, please do go over and see what Captain Jeff has put together at sqpngear.com. Now, also, uh, also I want to comment on a couple of things that, uh, that Captain Jeff mentioned. Uh, first of all, I mean, we talked about coffee. I'm not really going to say a whole lot about that. Um, but, you know, if you want to hear more about coffee and the comments that I made and even the comment that, uh, that Inga made, uh, I guess it was a couple of episodes ago, we had two episodes on coffee. Uh, feel free to go back. I think it was episodes 38, 39. Uh, you can find those over at catholicfoodie.com or once again, or sqpn.com or, uh, iTunes. You can find the Catholic Foodie over at iTunes. Just search for Catholic Foodie, and I'll pop up there. All right. Well, thank you so much, uh, Captain Jeff. And as far as the the food allergies, you know, Zena, Zena Gomez Liss from the Secrets of Battlestar Galactica podcast, also an SQPN uh, podcast. Uh, she has in her family lots of food allergies with her children, and so we have talked in the past about doing some sort of a show uh, that would kind of feature that um, th- those particular issues and how you deal with them and perhaps some recipes. And what would be really cool is maybe via Skype, I could actually have Zena come on the show and we could do a show together. Uh, that would be that would be pretty neat. I'll have to talk to her about that. So anyway, once again, filed away, and we will talk more about that, Captain Jeff. Thank you so much. Hey, Jeff, this is Nick Padley from the In Between Sundays podcast, and I've been really enjoying listening to all of the different Catholic foodie episodes, especially the ones on coffee. Just finished them this morning. Uh, I actually have a question for you or a suggestion for a future show. Uh, Lately, I've been extremely busy, and so I have not had a chance to actually sit down and cook myself too many meals. Now, I don't know if you've covered this in the past, but something that would be kind of interesting to hear your perspective on is ways to get a good meal when you're in a hurry. So instead of, you know, maybe you don't have the time to cook at home or you have some time to cook, but uh, it's not sufficient enough to make a meal. Uh, what can people do to basically eat healthy and eat good food rather than, say, going off to a fast food restaurant? Looking forward to hearing that show. We'll talk to you later, and God bless. Man, I am so lucky. I mean, this past week, I've gotten some excellent ideas for shows, and uh, they're all, I mean, just good, good ideas. You know, Nick, I, I'm going to, once again, we're going to have to schedule some something here for this topic. Uh, I really love it, and uh, it's not easy. It is not, I'll say that up front, it is not easy. Uh, even if you go to some of the health food stuff that you'll find in a regular grocery store, not all of it is as healthy as it first appears. So, um I'm gonna probably have to do some digging to find uh, to find some uh, some good good suggestions or ideas for uh, uh, for for you to to see you know how can we with the busy lives that we have how can we eat healthily uh, on the go so excellent question and we are going to talk about that. Well, this week we're going to continue to look at the relationships of faith and reason and spirituality. But we're going to be looking at it a little bit different here in this podcast I've got entitled Healthy Catholic Foodie. Now, I chose that title deliberately. I choose all my titles deliberately, but it's a play on the titles of two of the other podcasts that are found over at sqpn.com, the StarQuest production network to which I belong. The Healthy Catholic Podcast put up together by... Father Roderick Von Hogan giving advice on how people can keep physically healthy and the importance of exercise and diet and things like that. It's called Healthy Catholic, but it's indeed the advice is for, for all people, regardless of their, their denomination or their, their religious faith. The second podcast is called The Catholic Foodie by Jeff Young, and he does an excellent podcast in which he talks about food and its relationship with faith and family. And the individual that I'm talking, that I'm going to talk about today here in this episode, was indeed a healthy Catholic foodie. His life and his work reflected the importance of living a healthy life and the importance of the right food for living that healthy life. So, 
why don't we go ahead without further ado get into that is for those of you who don't know that is father seraphim bishoner of catholic under the hood podcast and uh which is one of my favorites i love catholic under the hood and he um he he released uh, an episode this past uh week and it was entitled healthy catholic foodie and i i've got to tell you i mean i saw that title and i just started laughing i said this is great this is perfect and uh, of course i kind of immediately thought well this has got to have something to do with a you know healthy catholic and and the catholic foodie i mean i didn't know exactly what it was and normally i have all of my my podcasts are like in a queue and i, I listen to podcasts you know, at some point in the day pretty much every day and i and i uh it's a lot of a lot of podcasts i listen to um but i often do it when i'm doing something else so uh so he was in the queue like all the podcasts are but when i saw that title i said uh oh i got to listen to this one now <laughs> so i bumped it up in the queue and uh, I really enjoyed it. It's about this priest who was, um, well, he was a healthy Catholic foodie. <laughs> he he uh, had a, a gift, and, and not like a spiritual gift of healing like you work miracles. He just, he somehow or another discovered certain, I guess what we'd call today like natural or homeopathic uh, uh, methods of healing that really worked. And thousands and thousands, I think at one point they recorded 35,000 people a year would come and see this guy to get this priest to, uh, to, uh, to, to be more healthy, to get healthy. People who were sick, who were poor, who couldn't afford to go to a doctor, or people who went to doctors and the doctors didn't work. And So anyway, very exciting episode. I, I listened to it. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, I learned so much. I got to listen to it again. I'm telling my wife, Char, you got to listen to it. But it's the Healthy Catholic Foodie. It's over there at Catholic Under the Hood, which you can find at ha- uh, catholicunderthehood.com or also over at sqpn.com. Go listen to that. And I would love to know what you think about that episode of uh, Catholic Under the Hood. Of course, you should always take a minute or two out of your busy schedule to let Father Seraphim know what you think about the Healthy Catholic Foodie episode uh, from this past week. Well, that was a lot of feedback to go through, and uh, I, I loved every second of it. That was just, uh, it's it, like I said in the beginning, it is so good to hear from you. So good to hear from you, and it makes things more exciting. It's a conversation. It's dynamic. It's great. And uh, so please, if you want to say something, if you want to share something with a Catholic foodie, uh, give me a call. Leave me a voice message at 985-635-4974. That's uh, 985-635-4974. 6354974 or send me an email over at catholicfoodie at gmail.com. I'd like the chef salad, please, with the oil and vinegar on the side and the apple pie a la mode. Chef and apple a la mode. But I'd like the pie heated and I don't want the ice cream on top. I want it on the side and I'd like strawberry instead of vanilla if you have it. If not, then no ice cream, just whipped cream, but only if it's real. If it's out of a can, then nothing. Not even the pie? No, just the pie, but then not heated. Uh-huh. I'll have what she's having. Well, I've got something really great for you right now. Uh, you may not have heard about this, uh, or maybe you have, but there's a new uh, website, a Catholic website, that is geared toward young adults. And young adults, I believe, includes anyone between the ages of 18 and 40, which means that I just barely kind of fit in there. And uh, it's called iBloom, and it's II. There's two I's there in the beginning. It's iBloom. It's iibloom.com. And uh, iBloom is, it's exciting, and it's brand new. It was just launched uh, this past week. And it's, uh, I guess it was, uh, what, three months ago maybe or four months ago? I can't remember. Sometime during the summer, I was contacted by uh, the founders of iBloom. They had been working on it. It took them about a year or so to work on this project to finally get to launch. And I was contacted by them about being a a content contributor, a um, what they call an expert uh, on the website, one of many. And they were getting experts from different fields, different uh, uh, specialties. And uh, they they asked me if I would be the expert for the food and faith kind of cultural Part and uh, I was very honored. I was like, "Hey, that's great!" And uh, the the website sounds great. The ministry sounded really, really good, and something I'd love to support. So I said yes, 
and uh, it's finally a reality. They they launched this past week, and I was able to get Mark and Katie Walker on the phone this past week, and I went ahead and interviewed them, uh, and I'd love to share our conversation with you. Well, we are so happy. Uh, I'm so happy uh, tonight to have Mark and Katie Walker on the show with us. Welcome, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Jeff. Mark and Katie are the founders of iBloom.com. And uh, before we get started talking about iBloom, though, Mark, Katie, can you tell us something about yourselves and your family? Well, I am Katie Walker. Uh, We live in Sarasota, Florida, about a few miles from uh, Siesta Key Beach. And we are from Atlanta and uh, two kids, been married seven years. And um, that's about it. <laughs> I have a son, three and a half, a daughter who is nine months, and uh, we are in our 30s. Wow. Very cool. Yeah, kids now are... Now we are in our 30s. <laughs> <laughs> kids are awesome. Uh, we've got three of them, actually. And, uh, oh, man, it's, uh, it, it, it's, uh, it's definitely a ride, you know. Uh, it's wonderful. They uh, they bring so much joy to you, but it's also I mean I notice how I, I'm I'm tired a lot. <laughs> well, we're, we seem to be tired uh, quite a bit, and our our daughter's nine months old. She's sleeping pretty well through the night, but uh, I, I found myself drinking more caffeine than I've ever drank in my life, and I think that'll continue for quite some time. For at least eighteen years. Huh? <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's um, <laughs> it's funny. Um, with all the the busyness and family life, and I mean that that takes up lots of time and and energy. But uh, you guys have been focusing on a new ministry, and I know this has probably probably been in the works for a long time, but it was just launched uh, what a couple of weeks ago now. This is iBloom.com. Could you tell me a bit about what that is and uh, uh, how it came about? Well, iBloom.com. We launched it actually uh, last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And we had been in the works for about a year on the actual production on it. And, and Katie and I have been working on it with a couple other individuals and uh, we're the owners of the company. And it really came about with um, my wife and I, when we got married, we were in our uh, early to mid-20s and we were going to church. Uh, we're both Catholic and we were going to church, going to Mass, and we weren't seeing a whole heck of a lot of individuals that were there that were in the you know young adult age group, and it was something that I noticed from that point um, all the way till today, even now that we go to church down in Sarasota, that um, we're still not seeing a whole lot of young adult um, individuals attend Mass. And so, I'd say a year ago, or 18 months ago, we actually thought about the idea and um, said, what the heck, let's give this thing a shot. It was something that we've always wanted to reach out to individuals and try and help them and give them a place to to um, have some questions answered, and so we put together iBloom.com, and, and everything's come together really well on it, maybe a little slower than we imagined, but um, you know, we're really proud of the site and um, proud of the individuals involved, and you know, it's out there right now, and we're just really out there for young adults, let's say 18 to 40, we don't want to really put a cap on the age, I mean, you consider yourself <laughs> a young adult, That's right. you know, we consider you a young adult, and uh you know, we're just we're really there to help inspire these individuals to really essentially bring the church to them and and get back to um, you know practicing the faith and and getting back to church. That's fantastic, uh, and you know the the site itself is is beautiful. I have checked it out, and uh, for those of you who have not uh, been to this site yet, it's iibloom dot com. There's two eyes there at the beginning, so iibloom dot com. Uh, please do go check that out. It's a wonderful site. And uh, you, you mentioned there that you're really trying to reach out to uh, young adults who perhaps are not practicing the faith uh, right now. Um, but there's also stuff there for everybody else, for other people as well. huh? You've got uh, people who, young people who maybe need or want to grow in their faith. They're practicing their faith. They want to grow. They want to find a place for, uh, I guess, uh, community or support. Uh, that's all part of iBloom as well, huh? Yes. iBloom stands for Invite, Inspire, Bloom. So we really, we 
broke it out into those sections, seeing that the invite section is the social networking side so that people can ask questions, can discuss with their peers, can post prayer requests. The inspire section is, as you can imagine, you know, as the name implies, you know, things that inspire you, so videos, outreach, service. Um, and then we actually have a video series on the spiritual life. And then the bloom section is delving that much deeper into your faith as far as articles by experts such as yourself, um, the Catholic <laughs> foodie, that are broken out into life, love, faith, and culture, and so that people can be able to find topics that are relevant to their lives and be able to learn a little bit about their faith and see what other people are, are thinking about and talking about. And we even have um, a section called the basics, which literally just has, you know, broken out into the faith, you know, everything from resources from the Bible, the sacraments, you know, being able to find those resources. Um, so it's really for, you know, practicing and non-practicing Catholics, as well as those curious about the Catholic faith. And we just really felt strongly that we wanted people to be able to get their toes wet before they jumped in the pool. And, you know, so that's why we went with the approach of mainstream in appearance, but then traditional in its message. And Mark and I are by no means the experts. And so, you know, we have went out and found some wonderful content providers such as yourself that are experts on our site that are able to provide the the help and assistance and guidance that our users would need along the journey of faith because honestly Mark and I are on that path as well. We are definitely the average Joe Schmo Catholic, you know. Um, so even though I went to Catholic schools all growing up, um, but still for us, you know, we are learning in our faith as every article comes in, as every Ask an Expert answer gets posted, it makes us think. And um, so that's what makes us proud is that we're learning too. And hopefully if it just can help one person, then it makes us happy. Uh, it, it's it's amazing too, and I was really impressed when I first heard the idea because, you know, you include all this stuff about the faith, uh, everything that you just uh, described, that that is more of a spiritual nature or perhaps catechetical nature, uh, and at the same time you had that culture section, which is like uh, you wouldn't typically. I mean, we don't, I think, associate that uh, necessarily with. With being Catholic or with practicing the faith, but I, I think it really is, and it shows a, a an understanding, a richness, a depth there, and what you're trying to do. That it's uh, it's very well rounded. And uh, whose idea was that uh, to have a, a section on the the culture? That was uh, that was fantastic. <laughs> well, that would have to be Mark. Most of the uh, the good visionary ideas uh, come from Mr. Mark Walker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of a, in a sense, a mad scientist. I think that's probably not the best <laughs> yes. quote because Katie's really the one that's been the, the strength behind us, the foundation as far as she's the technical side, the marketing side, and I'll come up with some, you know, ideas. And she's like, you know, you, you can't just keep coming up with ideas. They have to actually function and work. So we, we've worked together very hard on trying to get this to work together so we've kind of gone through it both of ourselves as far as trying to put together this final piece of the puzzle and you know that, that continues to this day as far as you know the users trying to get some feedback and and changing the site we really have built it for the user and we'll continue to do that and hopefully you know we can get some feedback and we're going to give the user you know what they really want so we can ultimately connect with them and 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 help out um while we're connecting. Uh, you also, you mentioned earlier, Katie, about the content providers. And thank you very much, by the way, for your kind words. I'm very happy to mm -hmm. uh, to, to play a part, a small part uh, there with iBloom. Uh, but you've got many content providers. Uh, are there any uh, that you might want to uh, mention? I know you probably don't want to mention everybody or can't mention everybody, but are there a few that, that may stand out um, now that I think about it, this may not be a good question to ask. <laughs> I always hate having to list people. Hi, you know, I'm going to go with. <laughs> I think I may go with a Miss America type approach on this and say all of them are fabulous in their own way. And, um, you know, 
Mark really was the um, the influential person behind really scouring and finding um, people that were experts in their field and in these different topics and in the faith so that we'd be able to have people that could be relationship experts, who could be culture experts, who could be life experts, and then all of them to be able to integrate faith, but then also being able to have apologists. you got to have the defenders of the faith on, on the site, you know, and, and really trying to find a range of people, but all of them had to be people that were passionate about young adults and passionate about speaking, speaking to our audience and trying to reach our audience with what is relevant to them and trying to help them on this journey because that's that's what it's all about and so for you know all the articles are you know written in such a way that they're from the perspective of someone that is you know 18 to 40 years old and what they might be going through at any point in their life Right, right. And I, I apologize for that question. I thought about it after I started to say it. It's like, you know what? <laughs> uh, whenever someone asks me to name anybody, I mean, I'm I'm a teacher too, so I, I stand there with, you know, uh, 30 kids in a classroom, and I've got uh, four or five classes in a day, and I can't remember their names. So I, I always uh, get kind of uh, nervous <laughs> when someone asks me something like that. So I, I apologize for that, but you you handled it beautifully. Wonderful. Now you just launched. You just launched uh, two weeks ago, which is, um, I mean, very exciting. No, no, lots of preparation uh, went into this, and uh, lots of uh, anticipation. And then finally, you you have launched, and uh, I'm sure it's just been like a whirlwind the last couple of weeks. And I don't know if you um, if you'd like to share anything about uh, what it's what's it been like since you've uh, actually launched the site. It, it's really been exciting. I'm just seeing. You know, people signing up and, and people, the, the reaction that we're getting to the site, we've had a lot of positive reaction as far as, um, you know, individuals going to the site and people that we don't know that maybe have e- or emailed us or called us and said, hey, we really like the site. And it kind of makes us, you know, selfishly feel a little bit good about the actual site itself. But um, I think it was just people signing up. And like Katie said, if we, we could help one person, I think that that's one more person that, you know, than we would have helped if we wouldn't have done it. And it may sound kind of corny, but, you know, I think we kind of believe that. And, um, you know, we're just trying to keep pushing out and letting people know that the site is there. It's there to help them out. It's there for, you know, they can ask the, something in a private setting. It's very welcoming. It's very inspirational. And hopefully, um, you know, we can help somebody that they don't feel comfortable talking about a subject maybe with uh, in an ordinary social situation with their friends or uh, out having coffee or, or you know, at, out at a bar and having a beer and them trying to discuss this and they're getting comments back when right. realistically the majority of the individuals, you know, the answers are wherever they're coming from may not be the, the direct source. So it's been very exciting, and every day it's something new and, uh, um and hopefully it'll continue to be that way. Well, uh, and I guess for me, I just have not only been so excited, but I feel like I've just been filled with so much hope and peace because I was having so much anxiety um, <laughs> because of, you know, just getting the site together and working on it and wanting it to be right and good and, you know, not just right, but for me, perfect, you know. So, um <laughs> You know, then for it to go live, it was just like our dream was a reality. And, you know, we were still, you know, making comments and doing things at 930 that night. And I just had to stop and say, can we have a glass of champagne? You know, when our site just went live, let's be excited about oh, it. Yeah. And um, so I, I feel like overall have just our spirits have been lifted just just from it going live and the positive response and the people signing up and, you know, it's just, it's been a good feeling and we are just so excited about the future of it and what it can bring and what we can do with it. And just knowing that this is the beginning and um, of a really good, good road. We feel like we've chosen a good path. So we're very happy about that. Well, fantastic. And what, what, it, what can people do to help? I mean, this is a new effort. It is a fantastic uh, effort. Excuse me, I didn't hear that. Uh, you know, this is a, a fantastic effort. It's a great work. It's, it's trying to reach the, 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 the young, young adults. What can 
uh, others, what can we do to, uh, to help? What can we do? Well, I would say first and foremost would be going to the site and joining and participating and reading and letting us know any comments or feedback that you might have. Um, say that first and foremost, and then, and then the next thing would be invite all of your friends to join and tell everyone you know and anyone you can think of um, about iBloom, and then also posting on your blog or social networking sites or if, you know, you're a campus ministry, sending it out to your email list, whatever it might be in order to just help promote. And overall is just to be able to pray for, pray, pray to bless iBloom and the mission of iBloom and being able to just help young adults through, through the site. So I'd say joining inviting your friends, you know, blogging about it, you know, doing anything, social networking, just promoting the site, and then also just praying for the sanctity of the site. Oh, well, that's, uh, those are great things to do, and uh, I will definitely do my part. Uh, I'm very excited about this new work, and uh, I will recommend it to my friends and, and family. As a matter of fact, I'm going to hit you all up for a uh, a graphic or something that I can put on my site that would uh, be a, okay. a button in the sidebar just to let people know that uh, I'm part of the family and to send them your way. So, uh, Mark, Katie, thank you so much for spending some time with us tonight. I'm, I'm so very happy uh, that Mark and Katie Walker of iBloom.com, that's iibloom.com, are, are here with us. And uh, are there any last things you'd like to say? Well, Jeff, we appreciate you having us on, and uh, we're just really grateful for uh, the whole experience, and we're just, you know, hoping to affect the young adult audience, and, uh, you know, obviously, once again, happy that you had us, and uh, very grateful, and that's really, I think, uh, about it. You have anything else, Katie? No, thanks so much for having us on. We really appreciate it, and appreciate you taking the time to help participate in iBloom. Well, thank you so much again, and we will pray for you. So thank you, and, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, thanks. thanks Bye. All right. Here's a way you can be creative on a daily basis. Well, how else in your life can you actually create new things every day? And you have to eat. This mm -hmm. is the thing we all agree on. If you're going to eat three times a day to the day that you die, why not be good at it? Well, this brings us to the end of the show. I really do want to thank, once again, Mark and Katie Walker for being on the show and talking to us about iBloom, an exciting new ministry uh, online in the Catholic online world. So uh, check out iBloom.com. It's iibloom.com. And, uh, and let them know what you think. Give them feedback. Let them know it's still a new work. I'm sure they would appreciate any kind of feedback they could get, and especially from from someone like you who's an expert, right, at online uh, media. And uh, also let me know. Let me know what you think. I'd really appreciate that as well. Okay, well, this is the end of the show. I just want to uh, to ask you once again, you can go over to catholicfoodie.com and check out all the good stuff we have over there. Some of these posts that we have there are not uh, they're not really uh, uh, spoken about on uh, on the show, mainly because I just don't have time to talk about uh, everything. Uh, but we do have recipes, and uh, there's a place where you can submit your own recipe on CatholicFoodie.com uh, with your name on it. It's it's lots of good stuff there. Go over to CatholicFoodie.com, and um, once again, let me know what you think of the site. Any way that I can improve the site would be uh, I'd be happy to do so. I just need to know your thoughts, so let me know. Also, uh, don't forget iTunes. Please go over to iTunes and leave a review for The Catholic Foodie if you like what you see and hear. And uh, I'd really appreciate that. It, it boosts us up in, that, uh, in the rankings there at iTunes. And it introduces more and more people to uh, the work we do here at The Catholic Foodie, trying to bring together uh, food and faith and family. Uh, and that's, I, I really appreciate a, uh, a review. Thank you so much. And also, SQPN Connect, which is over at SQPN Connect. Uh, dot ning n i n g dot com. 
Uh, it is a social networking site set up specifically for those uh, who are part of the SQPN family. And if you are listening to this show, then you are part of the SQPN family. So come on over and visit with us at sqpnconnect.ning.com. You can join up over there. You can become a friend of Jeff Young. You can join the Catholic Foodie Group over there. And there are so many other awesome, awesome podcasts that are part of the SQPN network. So you can go over to SQPN Connect and find those podcasts or over to sqpn.com and find them all listed over there. Well, thank you so much for sharing this episode with me, episode 41. I hope you have enjoyed it as much as I have. And until next time, bon appetit. SQPN, leading the way in Catholic new media.